Welcome to From Betrayal to Breakthrough. I'm Dr. Debbie Silber, and today's guest is Eva Medelik. Eva is a relationship style success coach. She helps highly driven individuals restore intimacy in their relationships by teaching them how to use that drive to foster vulnerability and connection. Eva uses her personal experiences along with her leadership and transformational training to connect with and inspire you to have the relationship you desire and deserve. Eva is an active blogger on the Style Mogul for Success blog. And you're about to meet someone who used her betrayal to reveal her greatest gift, helping other powerful women create a meaningful life by becoming more vulnerable and intimate. Eva is going to give you a perspective that I believe you can only have after doing the work, personal development work that is, and you're about to hear it for yourself. Here's Eva. Okay, this is going to be such an interesting episode because we have Eva Medelik here, and she's going to be talking about closing the intimacy gap. We have so much to discuss, but welcome, Eva. We're so glad to have you. Oh, I'm thrilled to be here, Debbie. I've been looking forward to this all day. Uh, And, you know, we spoke a little bit before I I hit the record button and I purposely wanted to stop our conversation because I didn't want to, I wanted to make sure we capture all the really juicy stuff for the listeners. And we were talking about um, just your own betrayal and how it sort of, it really redirected you and put you on a different path. So can you share a little bit with us about your experience? Absolutely. You know, by nature, I am a highly driven individual, uh, perfectionist, you know, was starting a business, had a, a, a beautiful new husband. And what I was focusing on at that time, early in our marriage, and it was my second marriage, I'll, I'll put it that way, his first, was building my business, um, getting that up and running. And I'm, you know, a little bit of a workaholic and driven, driven, driven. And we had specific goals and dreams that we were trying to achieve together. However, when one cup, when one part of a couple is a driven individual and the other part isn't, it could kind of feel almost steamroller-ish, if that makes any sense. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, before I knew it, um, I we were actually drifting further and further apart. My husband started avoiding me. He wasn't really actively involved in the business that we were actually building together, even though we both had our jobs. And, um, you know, what you start to notice to happen is that you might bicker a little bit. You get short with each other. You're easily triggered and you don't come together intimately as often as you did in the beginning. And so originally we started to seek counseling and therapy to deal with that. However, that blew up in our face and that totally didn't work. And we went the route of personal development and leadership. And I want to stop you right there because so many people count on therapy to help them. And, and what I find, if it's also, if it's not the right therapist, like let's say it's a narcissist. And if, if that therapist isn't really clear about how to work with a narcissist, the, the person who's being betrayed actually feels is made to feel worse. And that could be the case. So when you say it, it, it blew up for you, what do you mean? Well, I'll just do a little backstory. My husband is not American. He's from, from Germany. And um, so there was that little bit of an extra stubborn component and kind of dragging him, kicking and screaming to therapy. Mm-hmm. And because his mindset was against it from the beginning and, um, 
it probably wasn't the right therapist for us, for our situation. And I will just, you know, jump ahead and say we eventually did find a therapist that we both loved and worked well with us. Mm -hmm. But for this particular case, he felt that he was being made wrong and that his side wasn't being heard. And it just just didn't work for us. And I think it pushed us a little bit further apart. And just as we started working um, on ourselves individually, we started to come back together a bit. However, there was a day when I needed to get some information um, that he had promised to text me from his phone and that he just wasn't doing. And while he was out walking the dog, I went to look for it myself. And that's when I found Mm. the text and the emojis, which transcend any language about him uh, with another woman. And um, because we had done so much personal development work, we were able to sit down and have a discussion of it. Now, my husband's situation was manifested physically. He he was... um, He suffered from some anxiety. His skin broke out in an autoimmune disease. He was drinking a little bit too much. Everything, he has a classic, what I call the evader, evading the situation, evading confrontation, all of that. And that contributed to pushing farther and farther apart. But me being in my masculine energy all of the time didn't support that. And I wasn't coming at the situation compassionately. And I say that only to just own my part in what was happening in our relationship. And once I realized that he was literally falling in love with another woman, you know, my heart was racing, my, um, you know, I just really wanted to collapse because I realized that everything that we were working to achieve could be lost. Mm -hmm. My marriage could end. And I could end up have spending, spending all of this time building this dream and end up alone again. And it was literally the scariest piece of it all. Like, oh my God, so focused on what we were trying to achieve that we lost focus on each other. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it was a very scary place to be at. So, And, and that's, that is, and, and thank you for that vulnerability and I've been there too. It's terrifying. It's terrifying because, you know, we're never betrayed by someone we don't know. It's the people closest to us. And when the people we trust the most, it's prove untrustworthy. It's like they take a mask off and here we thought we knew someone and we just, we are blindsided. And you know, I rem- It's, it's yeah. funny you should say that. I'm sorry to interrupt you, mm-hmm. but, you know, if you had told me My husband literally is the most integrous person I know. And if you had told me I would grow a third eye or he would cheat on me, I'd be planning my eyelash extensions for the third eye. (laughs) (laughs) So it was really a punch in the gut. And it had me literally look so far inward like someone so integrous felt so um, helpless or lost or however you want to call it to do that, to have this kind of, like I call it, self-sabotaging behavior to, mm-hmm. that has a potential of ruining everything. And Eva, I love that you said that because what you're doing is really making it clear that this is about them. 
And mm-hmm. so often when we're betrayed, we think, what did I do? What did it, we take? It's, it's one thing to take responsibility, but it's another thing just to take the blame. And it sounds like you're taking responsibility for your, for where you were in this, but you clearly see it as he was going through whatever he was going through. And it was, that was his issue. And that's a huge distinguishing factor. And and when you can see it like that, that's a really important step to healing. And yeah. I'm sure that was part of your healing. So, so how did you, what happened after that? How'd you get to the next step? Well, you know what? We literally sat on the couch and, and discussed it. And through that discussion, my heart started opening up and hurting for him because he was clearly in so much pain and had been for a long time. And so was I, but we just did not know how to comfort each other. Mm-hmm. And so we were together, but separate. And we, you know, we went to uh, one of our coaches and mentors and said, look, this is what's going on. What do we do? You know, we made the decision that we want to work on the relationship. And that was literally, I had to ask him, what do you want to do? I love you enough to let you go if that's what you wanted, because I want you happy. I don't need you being with me unhappy. That's not serving either one of us. And when we made the decision together that we would do whatever it takes to um, to rescue our relationship or, or kill that relationship and start a new one together, which ended up happening, um, we went straight to uh, one of our coaches and a mentors and sought his advice. And we found a therapist that worked for both of us. Mm-hmm. And we worked with that therapist, not a long time, I would say about three or four months, and then immediately went into um, relationship coaching separately. He actually continued on therapy with a new therapist on his own because there were some deeper issues mm-hmm. from childhood and, and self-esteem and, and confidence and all of that, which was contributing to his behavior. So he got to work on that. And then I got to work on what I needed to work on um, in how I show up in relationships. And we got into creation energy separate and together. And we did all of the tough work. It was messy. It was nasty. It was not nasty. I don't want to use that word. It was just painful and messy is really what I want to say. But we came out through it on the other side, um, really with a huge amount of love, compassion. Compassion was the key for me. And, you know, you see someone so differently through this. So you said so many, so many amazing things that I just want to make sure the listeners know, because, uh, you know, I used to be one of those people who would judge. I would look at a couple who got back together saying, oh my gosh, are you really going back into this? What's the matter with you? And, and now being that woman, I realize it takes a warrior, a warrior to to rebuild and mm-hmm. retrust and and have an entirely new relationship with the same person and it sounds like that's what you're you know what you're doing because you're it's so much easier i've found in in my situation anyway it probably would have been easier to say like you know what have a nice life i just <laughs> right and yeah. and to to take that on again mm-hmm. is is huge and and i give you so much credit because i know the work and it's, mm-hmm. it's definitely, it's, it's not easy. And you said transformation and with transformation, you, you have to be willing to leave the old you, the mm-hmm. old relationship behind. 
or you just don't transform. It's death of the old and rebirth of the new completely. You can't bring any of the old you because then, you know, it's, it's not, it's not transformation. It's just not so beautiful. So then you, you learned so much. I did from that experience. What did it lead to? Well, one of the things that I really learned in all of that is, um, and it was something my coach said to me at the time, she goes, your investment is in the relationship in the relationship that you were both creating together. It's actually not in the person. And what she meant by that is I got to stand in my power to have the relationship that I want, that I need, and that I deserve. And so did he. However, we had to face the fear that that may not be with each other Mm. in doing this work. And that was hugely, you know, just being transparent here, that scared the crap out of me because like I said earlier, my husband is a really good guy. He did a stupid thing because he, he was lost. Mm -hmm. He was hurting and he made wrong choices. I don't get to beat him up over that every single day of his life. I get to really trust and leave that in the past and stay in present creation on what we get to rebuild and build together. Does that mean that the future is, I don't know what the future is going to look like. We live day to day. And I say that because if I start worrying about the future, I'll be living in a place of anxiety and worry. And what if this happens again? And what if he, you know, goes back to Europe and runs into her? And what if, and what if, and what if? And so for us staying focused on present creation, we have been able to thrive Mm. individually in what we are creating for my particular, for my situation. It was, you know, my husband's business, um, as his photography business just wasn't doing well. Mm-hmm. And, um, I was the drive behind us starting a real estate investment company. And I just worked tirelessly to get that off the ground to where we can create passive income and then do the things that we love. And, um, However, I was relentless in that pursuit and really did not focus on the relationship as much as obviously I should have at that time. So now we have our date nights, our date days where he gets to choose one and I'll get to choose another. And so we get to do what the other one wants. And our communication is more powerful. It's, um, say for instance, he does something that literally hurts my feelings and in the way he communicates to me. And I can powerfully say, listen, I know that it was not your intention to have me feel this way. But when you said that, or when you did that, or when you rolled your eyes, when I said something, this is how I felt. And I'll give you an example. I was, I was doing a, um, endurance challenge, getting Mm. up five o'clock in the morning, training with uh, my trainer, Jesse Itzler, who's married to Sarah Blakely. And he's just phenomenal with with that stuff. And I love that guy. Uh (laughs) And um, we were at a, my husband and I were at a party and he was saying, you know, my wife's crazy. She's getting up 5 a.m. and doing all this workout to do this. She's nuts. And it really stabbed a little bit. Mm -hmm. And I said to him, you know, in a quiet, spot when we had time to talk. Can I talk to you about something? Is now a good time? And I said, when you said that, this is how I felt. And I know it wasn't your intention and you were just 
really being funny, but for somehow I felt hurt mm-hmm. when you said that. The very next opportunity, he, he didn't say much after that. When he got to mention it again, he said it with a, a sense of pride. Let me tell you what my wife is doing. She's amazing. She's doing this endurance challenge. She's getting up at 5 a.m. And I really felt like, wow, he heard me. He's proud of me and his language is showing that. And so it meant so much for me to feel heard. And you know what? And that's such an important thing. And, and I think one of our, uh, what something that I see so often is we're so afraid to say what's really important to us or what we need. But especially when it comes to rebuilding that trust and rebuilding this new relationship, if we don't say what we need, how do we expect the other person to know? And although it would be nice if they were a mind reader, that's not the case. So it sounds like you're no. speaking up clearly, letting, you know, and hopefully he's doing the same. And it's in that, that there's so much opportunity for growth. And I have to say, I, I truly believe this is where personal development comes in so handy because if you had all that, per, you know, you had that personal development under your belt already, or, yes. and, and in my case, personal development, spirituality, that really, really helped me. And you see things from a very different space than yes, if you, right. Than if you, than if you don't. And there's this what I see in the women who have come out the other side, just like you, there is this unshakable strength because of what you've been through that you just wouldn't have any other way. So what did it lead to after that? Well, we are, you know, we, (laughs) we actually took a month off and um, lived in Europe for a month. And that was um, our dream in, in August, but no, we, he's actually, this is cool. The, the, the real estate investment company that I built, I handed the reins over completely to him. Now for a highly driven, um, controlling perfectionist individual, I gave it all to him and trusted that he will run it as well as, if not better than myself. That was really hard. <laughs> and you know why that's hard too? Because what's what betrayal does is it shatters trust. So here you're rebuilding trust. And now you're saying, here's this beautiful business that I've created that I've worked tirelessly to do. And I know, you know, as an entrepreneur, yes, if something works, it's because you're, you're working hard on it. And then just say, okay, here you go, take this over. So that takes a tremendous amount of trust. And yeah, and it freed you up to, to help other people do what? Tell us about what you're doing. Well, what I'm doing now is I am really helping highly driven individuals restore and maintain that intimacy, that connection, that fun and trust in their relationships by using that drive that they focus on their businesses or, and I don't like to even say businesses. I I have highly driven individuals who are homemakers who Mm -hmm. stay at home and run a really tight ship with, with the children and, and the, um, the social activities and everything, but to use that drive to focus on intimacy, vulnerability and connection in their relationships and really rechannel that energy and Mm. learn how to shift it because I became really, really passionate about what's possible on the other side of these situations. And I know a lot of couples 
in the situation or a lot of even driven individuals who cannot sustain a relationship because they're always in that energy and just really refocusing that energy to support the other person to to listen, feel heard, to connect and make the time is just something that I am hugely passionate about because I'm so proud of what my husband and I have created. And even though I am the one who does most of the personal development work, just my shift in how I show up actually, it's kind of like osmosis, you know, Mm -hmm. and transformation when one person changes, like the whole family can transform. (laughs) Absolutely. Oh, for sure. And you know how I know you're great at what you do? Because look where it stemmed from. Our biggest crisis always, always reveals our greatest gift. And when you're, you know, when you experience this and realize, wow, here I am, this highly driven woman who's really good at what I do. And I saw and I learned through uh, this authenticity and vulnerability and strength look, I can do anything. So now that I've done this and I've proved it, let me show others how to do the same. And it's that combination of really think about what the most successful entrepreneurs do. They take their greatest life lessons and the highest expression of themselves. And that's what they teach, you know? And, and I remember hearing that when, you know, when you go through something, you've been delivered a seed of greatness. And so many people get so hard hit, but that's where they stay. Mm -hmm. And it's in that transformation, that's where you move and that's where you grow. And then you have that place of destruction to that place of healing. And it's that whole track. That's what you have to teach. And it sounds like that's exactly what you teach now. Yes, it is. And it's funny when I was going through it, the only thought in my mind because of how huge this breakdown was, it's like, wow, this is going to be an amazing breakthrough because, you know, my mind was right. My mind was set. And I, and I remember telling my, my daughter, I was just like, you know what, if I wasn't in the place of personal growth and emotional intelligence that I am today, it would have been a ghetto shit show. Mm-hmm. And you actually pick and choose who you share your story with because the last thing you need to hear is people saying, uh-uh, girl, I would leave him. Nobody would ever do that to me. And da 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 And I can't believe, you know, yeah. you really want to surround yourself with people who are at a higher plane in their emotional intelligence as well, who can support you and say, you know what, I know you can get through this. And sometimes the most beautiful. I mean, diamonds are made from that pressure Mm. and the fire. And that's where you can create something beautiful. I love that you said that because here's the thing. You said so many brilliant things right there. (laughs) This is where we need support the most, right? There's, but there's so much shame, humiliation, judgment, everything. And so we're the least likely to seek it. But we have to be ruthless with who we decide to share this with. Because think about it, if we're only surrounded by people who are telling us how crazy we are, mm-hmm. we can't think straight. You know, we we just we don't we can't come to our own conclusions. But even if and and I found the the best, most supportive people can even do something like say, I have no idea what to say to you, but I'm here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right? yeah. Yeah, exactly. And I was so I was so moved to tears over the amount of support 
that I had because my tribe, you know, is in that leadership space and personal development and they would not bash my husband. Mm. No, he's a good guy. And I did not need anyone bashing him to the point that even my adult children went to him and said, we love you Mm. no matter what. And we'll support you. You know, you, you know, we have your back and they knew we were going through this. So I did not have anyone, anyone stick a wedge into something that we were trying to, to build together. And it, and it was beautiful. And it's, it's really important. I tell my clients all of the time, you know, you've got to up level your tribe. You've got to up level because that will support you in everything you want to create in your life. Mm, absolutely. So tell me about your kids. How did they, and, and it's beautiful how they responded. What did it do for them? What did it teach them? What did it show them? Well, you know, I am really blessed to have children who um, love me the way they do, but to be a hero and a role model for them. You know, they're both in relationship. One is married and and one is in a long-term relationship. And they got to see by example how their mother handled a really painful time in her life without being on the attack or destroying, but actually the nurturing, healing, vulnerable side. You know, my kids used to tease me like, you cried? Mommy, you never cry. Mm, (laughs) But also it came at a time when my married daughter was going um, through some challenges in her marriage as well. And, you know, I'm almost hesitant to coach my children. I love them as a mom and give them advice. But I actually, for one particular conversation, put my coaching hat on for her and told her what she needed to do as far as helping her husband who was obviously in pain and self-sabotaging and destroying. And I said, you don't run in the opposite direction. You know, well, he doesn't want to, he doesn't want me to see him like that. I'm like, no, you get to tell him you love him no matter what Mm -hmm. and support them because men, I find they like to hide. Um, Being vulnerable is difficult for them, but as the women in their lives, we have to, we get to create that safe space Mm -hmm. for them to feel safe being vulnerable, feel safe showing that they're weak and that they need help and can you help me and not feel like they have to man up and be a man and not be a, you know, a you know what and, you know, Mm -hmm. tough it out. But we get to, we have a huge opportunity to create that safety for our partners to say, look, you know, I messed up, I'm hurting, I need help and help them. And one of the things, excuse me, my, mm, that my yeah. husband said to me was, um, you need to help men as well as women because what you did for me was phenomenal and I was a mess. So he said to me, point blank, blank stop limiting yourself to women because you have so much to offer. And that's when I really said, okay, I hear you and I thank you for that. And I'm going to listen to you. Mm-hmm because it means so much coming from him that I have permission to share our story. And, and that's, that's strong. You know, that shows his strength too, because to, if he were to ask you, well, you know what, that nobody needs to know this. Don't, don't, don't say anything. It's, you know, and we, we often protect our betrayers, right. But, but yes. here you, but having that 
encouragement just really shows you so much about, about him. And that's, that's beautiful. And, you know, my God, there are just so many things again, just about what you said about this whole healing process, but I love how your kids were, what they've gained by watching you because, and everybody has their own way of doing it. And a lot of times people say, well, the kids shouldn't know. And there is no right or wrong here. And I'm not passing any judgment. It happened to be in my case, I have four kids and they all are very real and they witnessed, you know, a lot of stuff. And what came of it though, was they are so close now because of their shared experience and what they've, you know, what they've all been through together. And just like you, how they look at me now because of how, how I showed up in this too. So it just, it really creates the foundation for just the strongest relationship and entirely new life. And it sounds like that's absolutely what you've done. Yeah. I mean, you know, my, my husband is, is their stepfather. He came into their lives. They were, <laughs> like I said, he said he came into a zoo. I had two teenage daughters, uh-huh. uh, a rabbit, goldfish, uh, dog, everything. He walked into the zoo having never been married and never having children. And so, um, we've been through a lot together and it's interesting. Each, each of my daughters, they're, they're in their thirties. Have, I um, have to stop you, Eva, because I'm lo- I'm looking at her. You're getting this by video, but I mean by audio. Eva looks like she's 30. I mean, she's <laughs> absolutely glamorous. It's like a shame that this is just audio. But anyway, I'll, I'm going to give you her I, link so you can see what she looks that. like. She's absolutely that. beautiful. Yeah, okay, I have a go 29 on. and a 32 year old daughter. So, um, uh, what I what I wanted to say is the fact that he's been like a dad to them through that that really gnarly teenage years that Mm -hmm. they went through. And each daughter handled it a little differently. My one daughter spoke to him. My youngest said, you know, I love you, but I need time Mm -hmm. to process this. And she said, it's going to take me time. And um, because I didn't want this to be hidden and under the rug, life is real and how we show up in life and handle all of the the challenges that life bring, brings us. I mean, we get in trouble when we try to hide is, is, is my feeling altogether. Mm-hmm. Let's just be out there authentic and transparent. And, you know, my other daughter who had, who actually had gone through um, leadership and personal development the same time my husband did um, really reached out right away. And just now we just all were together for Thanksgiving and um, best time, most relaxed time ever, ever. And, um, we just, we're just there and it, it's fine. It's perfect. Uh, not perfect. That's really was stupid to say, but you know, it was perfectly imperfect. That way, but um, no, just, I'm really, really proud of what we were able to create out of this breakdown. Beautiful. What do you want to make sure everybody hears before we wrap up? I want to make sure that everyone hears that, especially if you are, highly driven and a powerful person to really tap into that vulnerable side and show compassion. And because it's not always about us, it's about what the other person is feeling. And, and, um, you know, your investment is in the relationship that you want to create, not in the human, because humans will make mistakes. We all will, but we get to be compassionate and we get to really listen and be heard and create safe space 
to receive each other and to hear. Beautiful. Eva, I want to thank you so much for your time today. I know there are so many women listening to this who maybe they 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 don't feel hopeful or they don't uh, they, they didn't have the inspiration they needed just to keep trying to to now give it that shot if that's what their relationship is meant to to go through to, in order to achieve something beautiful. So thank you so much. Oh, thank you, Debbie. This was really enjoyable. Thank you for letting me share. I love how Eva so clearly takes responsibility for her role in her marriage, which is very different from assuming blame. And it's through a willingness to recreate the relationship, which of course has to be something you both want, you really can rebuild something better than you did before. Stay in touch with Eva by going to thestylemogulforsuccess.com and we'll have all of her links in the show notes at pbtinstitute.com forward slash podcast. Here's my biggest takeaway. We get in trouble when we try and hide. It's not when we're open and honest about what we're struggling with, but when we're avoiding, numbing, and distracting through any means. It could be food, drugs, alcohol, work, TV, and more. Whenever we use those distraction techniques to avoid facing something, we're only putting it off and making it bigger. Not living in truth can make you sick. So let's see what you're working with. If the pain of betrayal is keeping you sick, sad, and stuck, you may be struggling with post-betrayal syndrome. Take the quiz and see at pbtinstitute.com forward slash quiz. And let us support you. Go to Facebook and join our group, Women Hacking Betrayal, where we give information, tools, and support to help you move forward and heal once and for all. Can't wait to be with you next time. And here's to your breakthrough. Breakthrough.